give you his peace. Good morning. This is a most special morning. And by special, this time, I mean something the opposite of what the word special normally means. Today is Tuesday, the first week in ordinary time. Yesterday, Monday, was the feast of the baptism of the Lord. So that would have been the first day of ordinary time, but since it was the feast of the Lord. So today is the first day of ordinary time, first week of ordinary time. And uh, so we've just finished the Advent and Christmas seasons, and now it's back to ordinary time. And uh, will you all be taking down the Christmas decorations today at the convent? Is that part of the plan? Last night, I'm going to keep a few things. You're going to keep a few things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the sisters are going to stretch it out. For the rest of us, no. Ordinary time, people. Advent, Christmas is over. Um, No more poinsettias, okay? Anyways, do what you will. Do what you will. Love God, do what you will. But uh, so. Just, you know, every, every season is wonderful, but, you know, ordinary time is something just so beautiful and wonderful. I remember to wear green, okay. <laughs> um, it's been a long time since we've seen you, green chasuble. <laughs> um, and uh, so we had the option, and so we took it today to include yesterday's readings with today's readings. So you just got the Monday and Tuesday readings, so congratulations. No extra charge. And... Um, so just really just a little brief word here. Um, we start off with these readings from the book to the Hebrews, the letter to the Hebrews. And uh, it's all about this, all about angels, right? Like, you know, God didn't, you know, uh, it must have been, scholars believe that there must have been this movement within the early days of the church called Gnosticism, where they kind of believed in um, heavenly messengers and angels and stuff. And, and so the, the author to the letter to the Hebrews used to be known as St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews, now we just say the author to the Hebrews, was trying to show how you know, Jesus isn't just like another messenger and there's other messengers to be expected. No, 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 no. You know, Jesus, true God and true man, you know, the definitive revelation from God. And uh, from now on, the faith is all about following Jesus and trying to live what Jesus taught. So we're not, after Jesus, we're not waiting for another chapter in the story of God's revelation. Or, so sorry. Uh, some of these other religions, sorry. Um, Jesus, true God and true man, is the definitive revelation from God. And so in the gospel today, Jesus shows up and what, what does he say? The very first message that he says, repent and believe in the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. Boom. That's it. That's the very, very beginning of it. So uh, Monday, the baptism of the Lord, we heard the voice of the Father say, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. It's like, okay, let's listen. Man. What does he say? Repent and believe in the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. So this is Christianity 101. It's a square one. This is the beginning. This is, this is it. In the liturgy of the church, the first week of ordinary time, we get right back to it. I love it. We don't need a whole lot of new ideas, do we? No. We just need a lot of reminders. Okay. And uh, so uh, just a little word that kind of struck me uh, beautifully this morning in um, this, this kind of juxtaposition between Jesus and the and angels you know, isn't it interesting that, uh, you know, in Christianity particularly, more than any other religion, you know, the, the message that comes from God, you know, this, this communication of revelation, this kind of word that God wants to speak to humanity, didn't come from, you know, through the intermediary of a being that was different than us, right? You know, it wasn't an angel. It wasn't an alien or somebody from Mars. 
it wasn't, you know, uh, an animal, you know, but it actually ends up, it comes from, a, you know, Jesus who had real humanity. So a divine person, divine in human nature. Okay, I said that correctly. But, you know, like the mystery there, huh? That like, the, the, the culmination, the, the definitive word that God wanted to speak to us included taking on our human nature so that he, you know, that it, salvation is, is a, a work that God does not from the outside of our humanity, but from within our humanity. Isn't that beautiful? And as the uh, history of theology would unfold in the early days of the church and various heresies would crop up and they were trying to figure out how to safeguard the truth of who Jesus was, who Jesus is, and then what Jesus taught, it always kind of came back to uh, true God and true man. And uh, particularly the true humanity of Jesus needed to be safeguarded because as the early church father says, whatever he did not assume, he did not save. So, you know, he, had, he didn't just have the appearance of a human, didn't just have a human body. He had, you know, a human soul, intellect and will, like a full humanity. And uh, so that every aspect of our, who we are, our identity as humans, our nature, was united to God in Jesus. And it was assumed and it was saved. Isn't that amazing? And so uh, when Jesus shows up on the scene, it's, you know, he speaks, at, at, you know, in a way that humans can understand. So um, the book of Hebrews is trying to bring forward that, that idea. You know, it's not some kind of mysterious being from outer space or some, you know, smoking mountain and scary. You know, I often think of the Wizard of Oz, you know, it's like fearful trembling before some divine being, who, you know, looks down upon us and issues edicts and decrees. Rawr thunder and lightning bolts and blah, you know um, well, that makes a much more entertaining movie um, that at the very culmination of God's revelation it, he comes in our humanity he walks with us alongside us he speaks to us uh, in a language we can understand isn't that beautiful that's Christianity 101 that's that's the very beginning very heart of it um, and uh, so uh, not only does God tell us what to do tell us what not to do, that's the repent, repentant part. He also gives us the grace to fulfill it. He's not gonna show up and issue a list of unreasonable, unattainable demands. You know, it, you know in Jesus, we, we have the God who is with us in our humanity. And, uh, and it's so interesting, right? That the, the message of Jesus, his gospel, is actually the path to true and authentic humanity. You know, it's, you know, to how to be a human. You know, a, a way of living that corresponds to our nature, how we are made. You know, we're not being asked to grow wings and fly. Okay, we're not birds. We're not being asked to grow gills and swim. You know, we're not fish, you know. Um, we don't even become angels, although that would be kind of cool. Angels are amazing. But no, you know, we are created by God as human, and we are called to live an authentic humanity. And uh, that's something, huh? That's something. We need to hear that sometimes, you know. Even in our own religious life, we're trying to serve the Lord. We've offered ourselves to him. You know, we're consecrated to him. And uh, we always have to remember that in our following of Jesus, in our faith journey, you know, that it's never about contradicting our humanity, all right? So the goodness of our humanity, all that we are, our body, our soul, everything that comes with that, there's a whole lot there. <laughs> all of it is good. And all of it, you know, we're not called... You know, there were other religions that talked about escaping your body or escaping your you know, humanity or living like an angel or blah, blah, blah. 
And uh, when we hear all of those kind of ideas, we have to take a moment and say, nope, <laughs> it's not what it's about. You know, it's, it's authentic, you know, living as authentic uh, humanity, you know, but in holiness, in holiness and in virtue and in love. And uh, because of our human nature being fallen, you know, we're weak and we make mistakes and uh, we have to be humble and say, Lord, I'm sorry and repent. And we fall down, we get right back up and keep going. And uh, so here we are, beginning of ordinary time, Christianity 101, at the very beginning, the very basics. Father Michael Scanlon, who we're going to be burying here in a few days, you know, a tremendous saint, president of Franciscan University. He used to always say, fundamentals, it's all about the fundamentals. He was a great tennis player, you know, and he would whoop up on all the students. He was, he was old. He was like, How do you beat all these young whippersnappers on the tennis court? He's like, I stick with the fundamentals. And in his homilies, he would often say that, you know, like with Christianity, he was like, just stick with the basics, you know. You know, Jesus, who he was, true God and true man, and then his message, the gospel, right? The, the Beatitudes, the Ten Commandments, um, and uh, love of God, love of neighbor. <laughs> forgive us as we forgive those. Bada boom, bada bing, that's what it's all about, you know. And uh, we can do that, huh? With the help of his grace, we can do that, you know. And uh, so let's pray to uh, live ordinary time in an extraordinary way. The help of his grace, amen.